Okay, I'm just going to do it. Welcome to the weekly episode of the Freelancer Codex Podcast. Your hosts, Stephen, and co-hosts Mike, Devin, and JD are all set. Join us and tweet your questions at Freelancer Codex. Find us on Facebook at Freelancer Codex. Or send emails to freelancercodex at gmail.com. Strap into your javelins and let's drop in. Welcome, freelancers, to episode 75 of the Freelancer Codex podcast, the longest-running anthem podcast on the internet, or in the universe, or in wherever else. It's probably the longest-running anthem podcast on Mars. Can you send, like, Mm -hmm. files to Mars for the rover to listen to? No, the rover just died, didn't it? Not just. It's been dead for about a week. Oh. Well, that's kind of sad. We'd like to take this moment to offer a moment of silence for the robots who inhabit the planet of Mars. It is the only planet that is completely habitated by robots. That's kind of cool, I False. guess. Oh, really? I guess the moon isn't. Yeah, I guess. But I had to backtrack because the moon isn't a planet, but <laughs> celestial body. If there you say you celestial body, <clears throat> well, that's exciting. Didn't for we this. shoot a? Didn't we shoot a probe into Uranus? <laughs> this is like the one chance you have. So I don't know if you just have these jokes prepared or or stored back in your mind. But I'm impressed, nonetheless, <laughs> that you were able to pull that one out. So, congratulations, I suppose. But not unlike the probe that we sent to Uranus. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna continue on, guys. Did you know that it has been 13 days since Anthem launched in early access? Now, I, now, I'm how really, many days? It's been 13 days since we were able to play it on PC. Now, I'm really confused. Do we? Are we are we saying that the game actually launched, or was it early access? Thirteen days early, early access. The game, the game early access. So the grand opening was July third. <laughs> so all the devs are saying that world open worldwide opening was six days ago. So I mean, it's been six days since a lot of people have gotten the game. Um, so it's been pretty exciting. So I want to know in those thirteen days for the PC players, JD, you've had it for six days. Like, what are the builds that you guys have been able to build in that time frame? Devin, we'll start with you. So what builds have you gotten? Uh, so I had uh, a build for every javelin, but in the sake of science, I deleted everything except for my interceptor today. Um, because, uh, we'll talk about that later, but, um, yeah, so I because deleted everything except for my... Because your kids got a hold of the mine. controller, huh? No, no, actually... For the <laughs> sake of science, that's funny. I'll tell you why, a little bit later, we'll talk about it later in the podcast. But uh, so I run an interceptor, interceptor main. So I am at uh, 494 power level right now. It's a masterwork interceptor. Uh, I have two legendary weapons: the Avenging Herald, Death from Above. Also use a masterwork uh, assault system called Viper's Bite, which is uh, acid. It helps with my ultimate charging. So it, whenever I uh, use it, it, it charges my ultimate by 700 percent. What's a lot? It's really not. I mean, it's good, but it, it moves like maybe a quarter of an inch. So it sounds like a lot, but it's, it's really not. Uh, then I'm also using. Uh, so wait a second. Harvest. Your recharge rate is seven hundred percent up. Okay, I'll start back at my assault system. <laughs> so I went over the two weapons, my two legendary weapons. I'm using uh, one I actually just got today after the. Uh, new update this evening. I got a legendary, uh, doing a legendary contract. It's called Bitter Harvest. Uh, it's, it's, uh, does the cluster mines. But so the good thing about this, it, it gives my gear plus 225% damage. 
Is that so, what what type of damage is that? Like impact damage, elemental damage? Just says damage. So, oh, so it's just straight damage then. Just straight plus two hundred twenty five percent damage. Okay. So uh, there's no like time or anything, so it's always on doing more damage. So, um, like my Viper's Bite, which is one of my gear pieces, uh, went from doing like seven thousand damage, or what was it? There's a little under that, but it's it's doing in the teens now. Oh so wow! It, it does some pretty good damage, uh, but this uh, uh, gives it an extra charge. And then each one of those mines, when it goes off, is like sixteen thousand damage. So it's pretty good. I, I always thought um, when like they first started talking about the interceptor, I think that the wordage that they used was it's kind of a get in, um, hit hard, and then get out. But it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like any of the interceptors that I've played with ever get out they just stay in they do damage yeah. it's like they can tank so much damage and i'm very impressed <laughs> and then they get and then they get shot and they go down so you have to go in and get them you know and it that doesn't happen too often to me all right so. uh-huh. <laughs> and, and this might just be like a storm problem but every time i like i'm the storm i really have to focus on when i go to pick someone up and repair them because you're always worried about getting shot because the storm mm. can get one shot by like a bug um, just out there. But when I see like the Colossus and the Interceptor just kind of like pick me up, getting shot from all these different angles, and they're just like, oh, whatever, I guess I'm getting shot. I'm like, oh, kind of jealous that you can just stand there and take all this damage. But but whatever. We do have a lot of components that I have on both of mine. I have components that boost my health and my shield, and a lot of them do uh, have you know, like plus 30%, plus 40%. And then if I kill anybody, it gives me instantly 20% health back or 35% armor and stuff like that. So, But it's all that's for a melee. So it's kind of a mixed bag build right now because none of it was streamlined or focused. Um, but we'll talk more about that later uh, in a segment I'm going to talk about. Okay. JD, you want to tell us what your uh, the favorite gear pieces that you're running currently? Um, so I'll do my best to remember uh, their names off the top of my head. But... Um, I only hit level 30 yesterday, and I've already, I think I accrued four Masterworks uh, today, mm-hmm. and I got like three yesterday, three or four yesterday. Nice. Um, I, I have that um, Mark of Yvenia um, uh, marksman rifle. Mm-hmm. Basically, it gives you a 30% chance of uh, lightning, and it uh, also boosts... Uh, like machine pistol stuff. So I was like, okay, this is awesome for my storm. Um, I got the um, chaotic Rhine uh, frost shard um, uh, focus seal. And then I, I got a couple of, I've gotten, I think three or well, three um, masterwork components. And I actually got a duplicate of one and I, uh, I salvaged it. Um, because the stats were exactly the same as well, which is weird. But um, right now, I'm uh, I'm running the storm with the basically I, well chaotic rain ice shards and uh, lightning bolt uh, combo. I just got a masterwork fi- oh, flame burst uh, that I haven't worked into my uh, build yet. But I was not a huge fan of the frost shards. Uh, I'm, I'm also using it because of the masterwork part, but I like the burning orb and um, like ice explosion combo. Like I, I prefer that combo to the ice shards and lightning, but it, it's uh 
That seems to be the most popular build that I see. That's the one I'm currently using. So I've got I got the masterwork for the for the blast orb, ten thousand suns, and then I also have the blast seal. It's called winter. I think the legendary is called Winter's Wrath. So I mean that you can use you can freeze turrets with one shot on those. So you can prime tons of stuff, and it. I mean that that's a really good build because it provides a lot of damage and a lot of um, crowd control. But it seems it seems too good compared to everything else. JD, I don't know mm-hmm. if you're seeing that that you would. Anytime you're running something else, you're like, oh, I'd rather be running these up. I'd rather be running Blast Orb with this AOE because it seems that much more powerful than every other ability that there is. I I think, I think the thing is, is that like, um, the blast shards go a little bit too fast. The fact that you can, I'm not the blast shards, the frost shards go a little bit too fast. Um, the, the, uh, the burning orb that I was using at least, uh, whenever I, I, I use it, like the whole thing is that it has an AOE. If you charge it up, there's no point to just, you know, like popping them off. Like you can, there's no point to it. So you charge them all up, which means that you're very selective. It's very good for crowd control. And then the same thing with the Ice Blast is that, like, you can get a lot of the enemies that are, you know, unshielded at any level, uh, frozen and primed for uh, a combo, no matter how far away you are. And you have, like, three of those before um, you have to, like, have the entire thing, like, recharge and reset. So there's a lot of advantages to using it as opposed to... Uh, the frost shards, which don't really do much damage, as yeah. opposed to the uh, uh, the little. I mean, the glacial explosions don't really do much damage either. But I mean, uh, there's three of them, uh, and they like they're very good at priming, as opposed to like need like four or five shards to like freeze one guy. Right, and I, and I've actually found with the blast orb that firing them off the, when you get the masterwork blast orb, there's advantages to doing that to hitting them more often because oh, okay. then damage starts stacking. So, but having utility is really nice. Um, and I think that's probably why it's the best ability because you can choose to prime it for an AOE if they're really close together or if you're up against a single target, you can fire those off pretty rapidly and it, and it helps a lot. But my, the, the, uh, frost shards that I was using were actually infinite. So I use that a lot and you can just freeze everything for days because there's some weird bug that makes it so that that does go infinite. Yeah. But then as you're playing with it, you'll yeah, be firing I have that same bug. Yeah, and the problem is you'll be firing infinite shards for a really long time and then all of a sudden the bug will stop. And you're like, "Hey, why am I on cooldown? This is kind of messing me up." But I mean, there's a lot of it it's really fun and I think that I think the blast orb and that AO the ice AoE is a little too powerful compared to everything else, but that'll change probably when we see a lot of the legendaries and a lot of the other masterworks. Mike, what are you running on your ranger? Right, I am running a Masterwork and, Ranger. And are you running it right now, as we speak? Um, I'm not running it right now. I'm actually, I'm <laughs> full disclosure. I'm in the forge looking at everything because I want to get everything right. Like I'm just reading names and stuff. And then it's you're also, gonna go into the stronghold. I'm not. Okay, I'm, I'm not. That okay, guy. go ahead. Go All ahead. right. All right. So I'm gonna start with the weapons that I have. Um, I have the Thunderbolt of Yavenna. And it is, it is like JD was saying. Um, upgraded scout, basic semi-auto rifle, has a 33% chance to deal large electric damage. And I have inscriptions for ice, uh, for ice damage, for overall damage, for weapon ammo, and for LMG damage on the scout. It's a pre, uh, 
pre-patch weapon? It is pre-patch. It is pre-patch. Um, I haven't gotten anything. I haven't. I've gotten two masterworks um, post-patch, and they've been for the interceptor that I'm trying to to build. Um, so I have a pre-patch Truth of Tarsus, which is the upgraded Devastator sniper rifle that does a whole lot of damage. Does it do all the damage? It does a lot of damage. Um, lots of damage. And it's got, it has armor. It has an armor inscription, an auto cannon inscription, a grenade launcher inscription, and a heavy pistol inscription. Again, pre-patch. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I was going to say, if you got that post-patch, yeah. that would be pretty disappointing. Yes, that's pre-patch. Pre-patch. Um, my assault launcher is Argo's Mace, legendary. One of the legendaries that I have is the upgraded blast missile. Missile explodes on impact, detonates an electric explosion when defeating an enemy. It's got weapon plus, Steve loves this, weapon plus 175% blast damage. So Steve, how would you read that then? Like, how would you want it that read? Um, I think inscriptions should say, uh, blast damage plus 100%. Instead of having this percentage stuff in the middle of these inscriptions, it just reads gotcha. really, really weird. I mean, put it before, put it after. I mean, gotcha. I don't think we need to reinvent the wheel on stuff like this. I mean, Diablo yeah. has a great system that you could just carry over, and it reads fine. So I, I don't – I mean, they, the way they built the system is just different from what I'm used to, I guess, and I think it needs to right. be changed. But we can talk about inscriptions later. You keep going and cool. telling us what you got. So that is so that is a gear inscription, and I have three um, javelin inscriptions on this, which is a support inscription, a harvest bonus inscription, and then a marksman's, marksman's rifle plus 10% damage inscription. And that's the legendary Argo's mace on my assault launcher. Um, my components, I have a legendary component called combined arms, which increases my grenade damage by 5%. And then defeating an enemy with gear increases gear damage by 60%. For five seconds with a support inscription and a pickup radius inscription. Um, I have the badge of devastation masterworks component, the I mean, defensive bolt. You can, you can go through all of them if you want. Do you, do you feel like you need to go through all of them? The ins- I've got the, the, uh... the, the defensive bulwark <laughs> max masterwork component, the tip of the spear. How about just the five things that show on your front page? <laughs> the Vanguard badge masterworks component and the Victor's Resolve masterworks component. Um, and then muster point for the support gear because we don't have we don't have anything higher than um, uh, what's it called epic um, for support gear, and that's game wide. So, and, and then my grenade is a frost grenade called the cold. It's called cold blooded. It is a uh, primer. The Argos mace is a detonator, and then my uh, shock mace is a is a primer also, and it's pretty fun. Because I've got it timed out pretty good that that I can run in, fly in, um, smack an opponent with my uh, with my shock mace, and then as I'm jumping back, it's it, I mean it's cool for me. I double jump out and I'm like flying backwards, and then I like tank missile him like Iron Man did in um, the first one, and I shoot my and it it's got an AOE effect, and it's and if I time it right and if I use my grenade right, it's it's pretty awesome, and I feel I feel pretty good about it. Um, so it's a pretty good build. I like it a lot. It's uh, the way that I play. Um, I am starting to use my um, gear more, and then having to rely on my weapons. So, and I've got some pretty sweet gear cooldowns. It seems like I can, if I swip, swip, 
if I switch back and forth between the two, the two bumpers, um, I time it really well and I can shoot, a, I can launch a grenade, freeze them. And then as I'm jumping back, my timer will, will, um, update for my mace and I can shoot my, my missile at them. And it's just a good, um, uh, system. And in between those, I get to use my marksman rifle to, to land some hits. And so it's really fun playing as the, uh, ranger. And so, I think I enjoyed a lot. I think that's interesting that you talk about, you know, the gear, using the gear more often, because as I'm playing also, I find that I use the gear almost 90% of the time. I do have a masterwork weapon that wants me to shoot at least 20 times to get elemental stacks on it. I forget, it's called Elemental Rage or something, whatever it is. I, I'm still really bad with the names of all the weapons, just because right now you just kind of equip what you get. You're not really... Like for the point, the point that I'm at now building out my javelin, it's whatever I get, I'm going to equip because that's going to increase my level so I can do the harder stuff. I don't have mm-hmm. enough variety right now to like pick and choose what I want. So with this gun, it like it provides 5% every time you land a shot on an elite enemy and that stacks up to 20. So that gives you like an extra 100% elemental damage, which is ma- mainly what the storm wants to do. And I always feel like, okay, I have to stop using my gear pieces because I want this 100% stack. So now let me go shoot something. Okay, I got the stack. I've got eight mm-hmm. seconds before I have to shoot again. And it's kind of a weird system. I don't know if I, maybe it's just the build that I have that I don't like that very much. That I kind of have to break my rotation to actually start shooting things with my gun. But it's it's just kind of an interesting, an interesting system. I mean... Like getting the components that are masterworks are huge boosts to your power level. I think, I think there's too big of a boost going from say you you start out with all your white gear, then you get your green gear, then you get your blue gear and purple gear. Those seem like really easy um, transitions to go from that power level, but once you go to masterwork, it seems like a huge jump. And I don't know if you guys feel that also when you were leveling up but it just feels like a huge range going from being an epic javelin to being a masterwork javelin i don't know if you guys felt that Devin, did you feel anything like that or was it just kind of natural progression um, to masterwork i think it was actually shorter in point wise to go from epic to masterwork um because it seemed like you'd have to go like over 100 you know levels but it was quick to easily gain those levels in the beginning um, so maybe for me, uh, maybe that's why it feels like it's a larger gap, but I don't, I think number wise, it's actually a smaller gap to go, uh, from an epic, which I think you go to epic at what, 398? Something like that? Yeah, um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't remember. And then, so masterwork is at, uh, like 480? Something like that. But even, but like going power level wise, I'm guessing. I, I guess I'm saying, like, once you hit those masterworks, it's like, okay, all of a sudden, oh, yeah, yeah. now yeah, with so two masterwork components, more. yeah, now I can do yeah. Grandmaster one. Whereas with yeah. your all purples, there's it's really tough to do well, Grandmaster yeah, one. It's, it's all the additional, uh, you know, inscriptions and bonuses you get. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't really seen any masterworks that don't. I haven't seen any masterworks that don't have the orange text, which I thought they were going to have those in there, right? Like, I think that uh, I think that's what they said, but I'm if they're not in there, I'm not going to complain and remind them. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't seen any, which is I was like maybe the last minute choice. They're like, okay, people don't really want, like that idea, so let's not do that, uh, which is fine for me. Uh, my biggest problem, like when I started for a long time, was I got a ton of weapons. Even after I switched from hard to to grandmaster one, I would continue to get masterwork weapons, 
And so I have uh, close to 20 different masterworks and then uh, several, I think I have three legendary weapons. So I have a ton of weapons, but I can only use two, you know. Um, so that, that's kind of tough for me. That was my biggest problem when I, when I was going from Epic to Masterwork, was just not getting the drops for the other areas. So. Right. All right. Well, well, I think that was our, our get to know you introduction. I think we, we went a little long on that, on that one. So let's jump no, into we, the beginning of the show. So first off, if you have any feedback, comments, questions you want to write in, you can do that at freelancercodex at gmail.com or you can call us and leave us a voice message at 505-386-7917. You can do that. That's the, just dial a one if you're not inside the United States. But we also have a giveaway, giveaway to take care of. We did another, um, card slash dice box, um, at the feature. We put that out. People had to follow and retweet in order to enter that contest. So now we are going to select the winner of that. So I'm going to need a drum roll, please. And then we will pick this winner. Hopefully they followed us and did everything that we need to. All right. Here we go. So we have to, I have to, before I say the name, I have to make sure that this person actually followed us. Okay. So this person, Rooster12G is the winner. They won this box. We will contact them and send it out to them. So congratulations to Rooster12G. Congratulations, Rooster. I'm barely like on 5G still. And like Rooster's already on 12G, which is pretty impressive. I mean, if we can get that type of internet connection, that we probably wouldn't have a lot of... Discord might not have issues. I know. So let's get Discord on 12G. So we'll... Congratulations, Rooster12G. (laughs) This person is actually in the United States. So I'm not going to, you know, pay an arm and a leg for shipping on it. So that's pretty awesome. All right, so real quick, one thing That's I would like to care talk about. about. That's what I care about anyway. You guys don't care because you don't have to pay for all the stuff I do. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, okay? So one thing that I did that we haven't really talked about. So there are there's apparel for Anthem that you can go over and buy at Jinx.com. Jinx has been doing video game stuff for, I don't know, for since I can remember. So I picked up a hoodie and I was like, I went to this store and I was like, man, you know what's cool? I can go to jinx.com. I can select this hoodie. It's here all the time. Like I can see everything that they offer and I can just pick this thing and I can buy it. There's even like a sales section to where if things are discounted, you can go over there and you can pick things that are on discount and you can go buy it. So I decided, hey, I'm going to buy this hoodie because it's here. It's available to me and I don't have to wait for it. And the cosmetic store in Anthem is not like that. So the cosmetic store, and this was a big pretty hard, are you? It's it's kind of frustrating to me. So and and I wanted to hide it well. I wanted to explain like one of the reasons why this was kind of a big issue to me. So when Anthem released um, for early access, I'm going to air quotes early access because everyone on PC Origin Access Premiere we had access to that early access. Okay, had a bunch of issues, had its bugs, whatever, but um. All the outlets reviewed the game off of that early access, right? As if the game was out. Didn't really take into consideration a lot of the day one patches that were going to come out. So in my mind, if people like, you know, IGN. Swear. If, if these people were going to review the game based on this first week, we got two rotations of the cosmetic store that we were able to see. And I think a lot of things that some people don't realize, like people that got an Xbox or PlayStation after that, the first rotation was actually going to be 10 days long. And a lot of us that were playing um, gave some feedback that, you know what, 12, 10 days is way too long to not rotate this. Like, you know, only having access to a Ranger 
armor pack and a Colossus armor pack is way too long. So we provided feedback and they changed it down to four days. And that's fine. I was I was excited that they changed it. They listened. But on the 22nd, when the official game re- released, we went back to that first rotation, which kind of like, I mean, this is the part that, and this could just be a me thing. I was really excited about the cosmetic aspect of Anthem, just being able to picture all the things that they can do because the cosmetics aren't tied to power level, so they could do whatever they wanted, really. So that really excited me. So seeing the first rotation, I got pretty bummed out. Um, like I could understand why they were, why they did it. I don't even know if it was like a decision that someone made or if that was just the rotation that was going to happen no matter what. Like once they hit the red button, these were the yeah. cosmetics that were going to pop up. So when the last rotation happened, um, we got the second repeat with the interceptor and storm. So I was, I was pretty upset. So I was like, Hey, you know, we, we've been waiting for this. And especially like the people that have been playing for hundreds of hours, like we still look the same that we did. Like other than changing colors, like you can go into the 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 mission end screen, and you could guess like what everyone's gonna look like, right? Like all the storms look pretty much the same, all the interceptors look pretty much the same, and that sucks because we've been playing the game for fifty plus hours. Devin, I don't know how long you've um, logged in already, probably like close to a hundred hours. Yeah, it's about one hundred and fifteen. So. So it's pretty frustrating, especially because, you know what, and I'm really surprised that this hasn't been a headline that, you know, Anthem's cosmetics are lackluster. They've had to rotate in the first two weeks. I'm surprised that headline isn't out there. And I was kind of worried it would be. And I think that was one of the reasons why I was frustrated. It's like, guys, just prevent this. Like, I understand that people say that if you got in on the 22nd, that you want a chance to get that old stuff. But you're going to get a chance in the future because eventually it's going to rotate. So it's not like you're missing out on it. So to release something new that everyone hasn't seen, I thought that was a better idea. But, I mean, after tomorrow, it's all yeah. going to be in the past, so it's not really going to matter. Unless, Hopefully. It, yeah, I mean, if they rotate one more time, I'll just, I'm will just i going to flip my computer, and I'm just going to lose it. I uh, mean, you're going to break it, your it, graphics card? You shut up. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't really help that the feet, like the rotating, like the way how the store is set up, the rotating feature, like... We've been talking about it on Twitter. We've been, we, we even talked about it a little bit the last podcast. The way how it's currently set up is, I mean, for lack of a better word, it's kind of dumb. It's the, the whole thing is that like people want to look different. Like the one, the Anthem's greatest strength aside from its gameplay right now, it's moment to moment gameplay, the combat, the flying is its incredible customization. And the fact that they basically handicap their own strength by making this mind-boggling decision to have the cosmetics like only change the same couple of days and have it be the same sets as well, it just doesn't make any sense. Like there's um, even that like discussion that we had on uh, on Twitter with like another uh, another person who compared it to like the 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 Warframe situation with like their prime access and their prime vaults. That's not a one-to-one comparison because the whole thing is that, yeah, they vault the prime warframes and they're not, you can't unlock them for a while, but the whole thing is that people usually farm them like crazy and then you can trade them with other players. So even after they're in the vault, you, it's still possible to get what you want at any time if you have enough platinum. It, it, it does not need to be gated this way. Like, I don't understand why they have made this decision, especially when we saw, like, the various numbers of uh, cosmetic choices just for Ranger helmets in the customization live stream. 
We know there's more options out there. Why can we not use them to boot? Yeah, and we we saw like over 30 emotes as they scrolled through them, right? We, I mean, they showed yeah, us yeah. the emotes. And that's something that's like, well, okay, so if we're going to do it this way, tomorrow, guess what everyone's going to look like tomorrow? They're all going to have yeah. the same emote. And they're no, all going to look the kills, same. Nothing kills personalization like not being able to make the thing that you want on your own terms. Well, and I also thought, you know, there was talk of maybe, you know, when you complete a, an objective on a specific difficulty or those kind of things, give it, perform a specific feat, you would get, you know. I mean, yeah, they they had that for the event, you know, where you could get the vinyl, you know, the decal. Right. <laughs> um, in there from doing the, the giants, which is good. It's great. I hope they have more of that stuff in the future. Um but there's there's also the problem that people have data mined the game, right? And you can see there's websites that have every single piece of gear uh, in in the game, so you can see all the cosmetics, all you know, all everything that's in there that's already there. Wait a second, that is this, just time gated. This happened recently. It's been up for before the game even came out. <clears throat> so. Um, yeah, so it's out there, and uh, you can see all you know. It has a, a list of everything you know that's in there, and it's just like there's all this stuff. And you, if I have to, I can only get like two, you know, a week, you know, basically because it's on a three day or four day, whatever it is, you know, and it like resets in the middle of the night our time, which is a weird. It time, actually, but it actually resets at five o'clock in the morning our time. Okay, early in the morning. So. Yep, it's the middle of the know? night. Because that's when I play video late. games. Is that early in the morning? But so it it is frustrating. I mean, when you're going in, like when they had that huge uh, customization stream, you know, that was a huge selling point for a lot of people being able to really customize your javelin. And I, I so it's fine if you can work towards stuff. But right now, it's, there's not really. I mean, there's some stuff that you can work towards, you know, for the factions and other things, but. Those are like long-term goals, like to get your gold in, uh, you know, in the game for to be able to customize. You have to do the whole feat of, uh, you know, champion of of Tarsus, which is going to take you yeah. know, but a, a long time. It's going to so. take a really long time yeah, because it quick play is bugged, so you can't even do that anyway. Yeah, but. So. Yeah, I don't, know. Devin. Uh, enough talk about that because hopefully, I mean, we'll see what happens tomorrow. I mean, we. Yeah. Anyway, I, I'm just I'm going to stop beating the horse. Um, so whatever's going to happen tomorrow, we'll decide if I flip my desk over or not. So, Devin, will you run us through the announcement of the life service and kind of how they broke that down for us going from February yeah. to May? Yeah, so they gave us, they told us, you know, before launch, they were going to come out with uh, a very detailed or a detailed 90 day, basically, of what's going to kind of break down. And I think, you know, they had some negative press, and so they kind of, you know, just kind of whoop. Let's put that out there here real quick to get some positive stuff going, which is fine. It's great. I, I love the information. I was pretty upset with all the negative press, you know, because I don't think people were giving it uh, the proper due that it that it's that it was supposed to have. And uh, but anyways, so I'll start here. In February, we have uh, Outlaw Rage, right? So this is just where there was a lot of outlaws spawning all over the place. We experienced that at the same time. Uh, 
as we did there be giants was so, there was there anything tied to the outlaw rage because i didn't see if there was like a vinyl or anything tied to that event no i i didn't see anything that would track it and so i was like the, i was wondering the same thing once the there be giants you know you track that but the, i didn't see anything that tracked the outlaws just they were everywhere in free play basically um so maybe this next that. yeah maybe this next week it'll be in there um you know or whenever it shows up again in march because it's going to show up again in march so um so we should be expecting shaper surge as february is over today um i don't know <laughs> I maybe maybe i haven't seen that i wonder so. if it goes live tomorrow at the reset uh but tomorrow's m- march well so. i guess it's march for some people right now so i don't know so i don't know if that that actually happened so uh, then we're going into March, right? So it starts the evolving world. So March is the beginning of their first um, kind of expansion, right? So the first three-month period where they're going to be having new events and, and new things to do. So it, it uh, starts out with the new – how do you say that? Uh, Elysian. Elysian? Yeah. Right, Stronghold caches, right? So uh, it didn't say when exactly it's going to go live. I'm, I'm guessing soon, sometime in March. But uh, those are the cosmetics that you can get uh, by playing Strongholds. You know, there's going to be a challenge for a daily to get a key. Using that key, you can unlock uh, a treasure chest, right? So when you play with four people that have those keys, you can only get one key a day. So if you plan it out and play with four people, you can open up four different chests and get uh, a cosmetic item. There's 100 items, and they're going to add to those over time. Uh, whether they held back items from the store for that, uh, you know, is, is it's whatever. We, we also don't know if these are going to actually be cosmetic items. I know they mentioned vinyls and they mentioned emotes, but I, I, I don't know yeah, if I thought they it was mentioned all armor packs. Cos- so do you, yeah, well, those are cosmetics, right? So. Well, I, I think if, if you put anything from your store into these boxes, like no one's ever going to have to pay money in the store. Because I think these are going to be really easy to get. Like, if there's only a hundred... Get... Yeah, I mean... I mean... You can, you can get the hundred and then that's it and then move on, right? So, you still got, you're still going to have stuff that's going to be in the store uh, that's not in those. Because they can choose what they want to put in there. So. Right. And they, they mentioned putting Ember in there. I'm sure there's going to be coins that you can get, but... Like if they just put like uh, if main... I get ember out of one of those, <laughs> I mean if they put I have like thousands of ember. <laughs> That's good. You need thousands of ember to re-roll all those masterworks and legendaries. But I mean, if I don't they're have gonna, that many masterworks. if they're gonna put cosmetics in here, I think I think that's that's not gonna be good because that means they're either gonna raise the prices in the store because these things are so easy to get. But I, I I'm interested to see what they do. I don't want to like say hey you know you're gonna mess this up if you put cosmetics in here. Like if they maybe put like one armor pack for each javelin in there, I think that would be fine. Like per rotation, however often they rotate these chests. But if they put everything in there, I think that's a bad move. So I don't if, think there's anything they rotating, want to make it's money. Just gonna, you'll never get a duplicate. So whatever, it's just going to automatically give you something, one out of the 100 that you don't have yet. Right, but once you hit 100, which isn't going to take very long because people are going to min-max this, once you get 100, I mean, then you're just going to... Maybe it's be, just coins and ember? Right, because then you're going to feel like, wow, you know, do I really need to run you know this stronghold again because I'm not going to get anything out of it from this cosmetic chest? Because I'm guessing... Probably in April, they'll probably do a new one with other items in it. I mean, that's all speculation and my thoughts, but if there's only 100 items in here, I think people are going to get through those really, really, really fast. 
So, sorry, derailed. Continue. Well, on there's also going to be new items. So, uh, whatever what what that contains to you know if that's weapons or if that's uh, you know armor packs, any of that kind of stuff, we don't know. It just says new items. Uh, they also start the legendary mission phase one. So they haven't told us they're going kind of back and forth choosing which mission they're going to do. The legendary mission is scaled to level 30 players and above. So I'm looking forward to that. It should be good. Hopefully they actually have legendary rewards. Um, you know, I, I, I was honestly, I'm really disappointed that legendary missions don't give you legendary rewards, but <laughs> that's just, <laughs> yeah. why are you calling it legendary if you're not uh, getting legendary? So anyway, yeah, that would make too much sense, Devin. Uh, also, change your color scheme, right? Purple is not the same color as your legendary. Just, just a note. So, wait those those missions are legendary missions. Yeah, the purples, the purple uh, contracts, contracts are legendary contracts. No, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. those are epic contracts. <laughs> That's that was my whole thing until you actually read the description and it says legendary contract. No, they must have. So, there must have been a typo in there. Those are epic contracts because they're purple and things are color coordinated in a looter shooter. So. Not not according to daily, uh, you know. You can color coordinate your javelin, but not your missions. <laughs> not your missions. Anyways, we love you, Bioware. Don't get us wrong. Just so you know. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> we, I, I love mean, you, we want this game to succeed, all right? We, we've been talking about it for a long time. There's mm-hmm. just, you know, little uh, helpful hints. So, uh, <laughs> The next uh, free play event is called Cortex Locked. So that'll be interesting. Well, and it's not be... called. It's not called Cortex Lock. That's just oh. saying they don't know what the name is yet. Oh, that's right. <laughs> There's something you didn't know what it was. <laughs> that's a weird me. name, I'm Cortex Locked, huh? Maybe uh, you got to break it open first. Get... <laughs> they take away all the entries from your Cortex. It's really weird. Oh, you can't get in, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then we're going to go back to There Be Giants. Everybody's favorite Titans will be back. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that one so much. (laughs) So (laughs) maybe they'll have some new mechanics. I don't know. You know, um, as we talk about Titans, um, you know, way, 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 way back in the day when we saw the first Titan have its, you know, crotch open up and it shot a a blast beam out of its crotch. Um, I was like, you know what? Like... (laughs) If if this is the smallest Titan, that's okay. But if they don't change like physically how these things look, it's going to be pretty lame. So I'm going to go ahead and say it: like fighting <sighs> the same Titan over and over again with the same look, it's pretty lame. Like, it's a different name, but same exact mechanics. Like same add, yeah, look. add some add something to it. I like, mean, there has to be Frost Titans. You would think so. Like we we see like ash elementals. Well, like we see like ash elementals. We've seen frost elementals. We've seen like ash valkyries, frost valkyries, lightning valkyries. Like there have to be other titans. Like the the just the way how it's all named implies that there are other types of titans. Where are they at? Yeah, even just color the blasts different, or you know, instead of making it look like rock, make it look like ice. I don't know. I mean, it's just it gets super boring. Be like, oh, there's a little one. There's a big one. They look exactly the same. I know these four are like named and have their own names, like Havoc, but Havoc they just don't looks like different. Jerry from down the road. So I don't really know what to do about that. So sorry, I derailed you again. Sorry, I just have I have opinions. Well, we have opinions. That's why we have a podcast. Yeah, that's right, Mike. Why don't you take April? Since I think that's the last one in April, right? No, no, no. Oh, We're sorry, still in sorry. March. Okay. We got Outlaw Rage and then another Cortex Locked event. So I'm looking forward to that. That that one is actually called Cortex Locked. 
<laughs> All right, go ahead, April. Um, His name's so April, Mike, not April. April 2019. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> the, uh, April 2019, Stronger Together. Steve, Steve's a good typist. <laughs> Stronger. You know, typing, like, on my phone is really difficult anyway. Like, if, if you ever chat with us in the Discord, like, I don't really care if I have typos in there. Like you can you can get the word really, from the first really and last letter. If you have type of X knows. Yeah. Everybody knows. That's fine. I I'm okay um, with my deficiencies. So in April so. In April there will be a mastery system which is going to expand our progression. So speculate, what is this? Are we talking like they're gonna put the pilot system back into place? Are we gonna get paragon levels? Is this gonna be like a prestige something like if you get oh, this many I hope kills? It's gotta be at least some kind of you know, Paragon or Prestige, something. I mean, you need to have some reason to keep playing besides just trying to get a legendary. That but but not only but not only some reason to keep playing that because that's not for me. That's not what's keeping me back because I'm going to play. It's it's where is all that experience going that I'm gaining <clears throat> from free play, from missions, from contracts. So so that I'll just. I mean, you know, it's not going to keep me coming back because I'm already going to be coming back. Um, there will be new items, new rewards. Sorry, Devin, go ahead. I, I think it just gives you a bonus. Like with Diablo, going up in Paragon levels makes right. it funner because going to Grandmaster 2 and Grandmaster 3 right now, is like it's not super difficult. It just it's unrewarding, and it takes a long time. Well, Devin, and, you, and I, you and I were playing, um, and, we, and we just noticed that the difference between Grandmaster 1, 2, and 3 is more bullets. Yeah. More bullets from bad guys yeah. coming out and more bullets from us going into bad guys to in order to bring them yeah. down. No and, new mechanics. No. Yeah, and that's not the most fun. It might be the easiest way to make something quote-unquote harder, but yeah. it's not the most fun way. I think you and I were, were talking different mechanics. You know, maybe maybe these two enemies work together differently on Grandmaster 1 and 2. Maybe, you know, instead of just adding more, like, like change it up. That's one thing that you and I were talking about. But again, so, that's a whole lot easier said from our point of view yeah. than done. So, so we know that that's that that's challenging, and we're not we're not telling anybody what they should I, do with it. We're not. I don't mean uh, I don't mean to like wholly derail you here, uh, but it, like when when they did multiplayer in Mass Effect Three and they introduced the platinum difficulty because for a while it was bronze silver and gold and basically the whole thing is that the difference was is that they were basically just you know they either had uh, more shields or they had more armor uh basically more bullets when they introduced platinum difficulty one of the cool things about it and i might be a little bit wrong on this because it's been several years since i played uh, mass effect 3 multiplayer but basically the thing that made platinum interesting was that you now had a different blend of enemies because usually it was enemy factions like either the geth um, maybe the collectors, uh, maybe the reapers, or maybe it was servers. When you got to platinum, they used a mix of all the enemies, and even that was more interesting than just more bullets. Like, I, I know it doesn't make any sense canonically to the story, but like in Grandmaster difficulties, like why not have you know Frost Dominion brutes working alongside like Ash Elemental Titans? And stuff like that. Why not have the various factions working together? Because I mean, like you're a freelancer, you are a common threat. Like, 
that I feel like that would be more interesting than just making everything take more bullets. Like have enemies together that normally don't work together and like having to play against the same mechanics, but thrown at you at the same time in a different way. That definitely is an idea and a, and a way to at least make it different. Um, Cause there are times in the world now that you'll come across the scar and the dominion going up against each other, being in the same area and you can see act you can actually see them fighting each other i haven't tracked damage on each other to see if you know what it does but but they're there but if they are working together that that is at least something different something new to to work through and to program in your head on on how to get through so i mean again these are all things that we we say are pretty easy to happen but we're not exactly sure what that means on the back end of it so and, and again, just some thoughts. And again, like I always say, it like it's not our job to program it. Like, you know, we we want something that's fun and something that's engaging it and it's <clears> up <throat> to them to figure it out to keep their player base around, right? Right. Like, if we knew how to program that stuff, we'd just go be game develop- developers and we'd make bad iOS games that no one ever played. But I mean, it's up to Bioware <laughs> to find, to give us the fun, to give us the, an expanded progression system and give us an inscription system that works. I mean, so that, that's on them. We'll just offer good feedback because I think that, that's good feedback. Sorry, Mike, keep going. I derailed JD's derailing. You are no longer the derailer. Uh, there are, so there are new items and rewards coming out, um, in April. Um, and then a few, not a few, quite a few, um, locked cortex entries having to do with free play events. Um, not exactly sure what that means. Could be, could be different than, than go find the freelancer, go help the sentinels, you know, just different scenarios where we have to, um, work together, um, and to get to accomplish the thing. So I think, so this is, this is my, uh, feedback for a cool free play event. Spawn a bunch of swarm tyrants in free play and go fight some swarm tyrants with all their abilities. That would be fun. That would be different. And it seems like that's totally something that could happen in the lore of the game. You open a rift. Now there's a giant swarm tyrant instead of just a titan that stands still and doesn't move at all. Now you have to go fight a swarm tyrant. That would be a lot of fun. So Maybe there is a swarm tyrant and you just don't go down in the dungeons. That's possible. Maybe I have not found that cave under the water that we were told about that would lead somewhere. (laughs) Because I definitely have not found that yet. I don't know if we were told that. Um, there's going to be a Shaper shir- Surge. That's a tough... That's, those are two tough words to say. Shaper, shaper Surge. Shaper Surge. Shaper Surge. Um, <laughs> Everybody five times fast. Yeah, I still can't say shaper it. Shaper Surge. Shaper Surge. Shaper Surge. Um, legendary Missions will go Phase 2. Not exactly. What that means? It's like the next mission. Yeah, this is this is the phase where everyone loses a hand in all of the missions that they have. So, (laughs) for those of you who are lost, um, during phase two of the MCU, there was a time where a character in every MCU movie lost a hand. I think everyone Um, knows that. I don't think anyone was lost on that. I was. I'm pretty sure everyone knew that. Okay, go ahead. I had to, I had to go back oh, to my Rusty cortex. didn't know what you were talking about. My cortex was locked. Um, the a new stronghold called the Sunken will hey, come out in April. Do you think it's underwater? Yeah, I oh, hope it is. Or do you think you just get there by going underwater? Because you can't fight underwater unless there's a whole stronghold where you just navigate through the water, which doesn't sound very fun. It's a puzzle stronghold. 
puzzle stronghold. I mean, that could be okay. I mean, there's a lot of puzzle mechanics in the game during like the critical path stuff that we never see mm-hmm. again. Um, so having a stronghold that has some of that <laughs> stuff would be okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I like I liked the puzzles. I liked figuring them out. I played with some people who just kind of button mashed and changed stuff. And I was like, stop it. I'm trying to figure this out. But anyway, um, and then during social play, there will be um, weekly stronghold challenges, leaderboards, and guilds will come out in April. Looking Mm. forward to that. Um, Great stuff on the horizon. One would say there might be a shaper storm on the horizon. It could be part of a cataclysm. There might be be part of a cataclysm. Just looking at this stuff, do you think, right, so we have a full month ahead of us. If you look at the amount of stuff in April and the amount of stuff in March, it's like April has pretty much double what's in March. And do you think there's enough uh, stuff in March? I think that they are allowing people to get through the critical path and level up in March. The it's one thing that we fail to do a bunch of times is we like to think that everyone plays at the same rate as, as us, and that's just not. I mean, they'll have played over 100 hours, like, right? And that, and that just doesn't happen. People have lives, and you know, they have wives and husbands and what? SOs that you know don't let them play as, as much as you guys do. So, I think they're gonna let people yep. catch up in March and they're gonna get to play. And once April we hits, all have those. they're gonna open up and and they have family and other obligations. JD, sorry. They have cats and dogs that they got to take care of. But I think they're going to allow for March for people to catch up there. And then April, they're going to open up a lot of the stuff. I think the most exciting thing for me is going to be a new stronghold and leaderboard. They really want to see what that's going to be all about. So we could start uh, running APLs again. So that that's why I think there's, there's so little in March compared to April. But, I mean, when I say little, I don't think it's really that little. I mean, this is more content that we would get normally from a different from any other looter shooter this fast. So I'm excited for the changes. One thing that I would really like to see is, is more people per server when you like jump into free play. Why, Um, why though? Like what is, I know a lot of people say that, but what? Just more people to play with. Just in Um, free play? Yeah, I think so. Um, But but I mean, because it's a huge, because it's a huge map and depending on where you go, you could never see someone. Um, right. And so if you're doing if you're doing a world event, grandmasters one, two, and three, uh, you could use a hand and and just just by you know putting more people in the world, the chances are increased that someone could be there with you. Plus, with more people in the world, you can scale your events. You c- you can spawn you know three or four swarm titans and have eight people go against them. Um, if it's timed right, you could have larger um, titans and and with different mechanics that you need, you know, maybe eight people to do. Maybe you have to collect relics and echoes. Um, and I don't know if, if four people could do that because that would be enough of a mechanic to make something more difficult than what it is without without just adding more bullets. So. I think if you wanted to do that, though, you would have to change how things work currently in free play. Like in order to encourage someone to a world event, you actually have to tell people that there's a world event going on. And right now, the only way to do that is to get close to one and be in in the right region. I, cause as soon as as you get to the region, if there's a world event going on, one will pop up. So, so yeah. And again, I mean, that would do it. It Just, uh, you know, law of statistics is that if you have more people in the world, 
your chances are increased that someone's going to be there. Um, so, I mean, and that's all. That's all I'm saying. I would like to see more people. You can just play with your friends, you know, and then... Uh, well, but, but you know, I have more know, than man. three friends, Devin. I know I know you don't, but but I want to play with <laughs> oh, all Oh, good burn, Mike. I under, I, I, and I understand that. I understand playing with your friends. But it would be fun for our group to find someone else, another group in the world, and, and play with them that way. Does that make sense? I mean... Because there, there have been times where six of us have been on at one time and we're like, okay, do we want to go three here and three there or, or four and two, you know? So so we've, troubling. Had, we've had that dilemma. Um, it's only going to get worse once uh, crossplay finally gets in. Yeah, so, you know, and so maybe this, this could be a little bit of front-loading to try to get ahead of that, to try to understand. Again, this is just the you know, one of the things that I would like to see. Right on. And then in May... We are going to continue into... J.D., what do we have in May? In May, uh, we have the Cataclysm. The Cataclysm starts, which... Very excited for that. Um, we still don't really know what a Cataclysm is. We kind of got a little bit of a preview of it um, at the end of the public demo. And got a little precursor. That was very intriguing. Um, yeah. And then we got uh, what was it? Uh, you mean we cortex locked? You mean we uh, fought another titan? Yeah, yeah, more, more uh, yeah, more ash titans. Yeah, um, yeah, but it's cortex locked. A free play event. It's coming. Cortex uh, locked. New missions and then new items uh, and rewards. So not as not as much uh, coming in May as that's coming in March and April, unless the whole thing is that like. May is like, but I think they're really banking on the fact that like the stuff that they have in Cataclysm, in their Cataclysm is really going to, like, it, it kind of feels like if, like, kind of like what I think what Mike was saying earlier that they want to give us time to like play through uh, the crit path and you know do all this so that we can have, uh, like that's why there's not as much stuff in March because like, they want to give us time to like get up to that level because not everybody plays as much as we do. Um, I think May might be a little bit lighter on the stuff that they have because the Cataclysm might be the new uh, the new hurdle for us gamers to get over um, once we get, like, when the Cataclysm starts. Like, it, it's probably going to add some story if I had to, if I had to bet. Probably going to add uh, a lot of cool stuff that you can do. So whatever's coming in June, probably we're going to find out uh, June, July, we're probably going to find out at E3, but or EA, uh, EA Play, whichever it is. Uh, but I'm really excited for the Cataclysm. Uh, I don't know about you guys. Uh, I hope it's a Shaper Storm. Yeah, well, Shaper Storms are part of Cataclysms, so it's, Cataclysms are just evolved beyond what they originally intended for Shaper Storms. But I, I think it's going to be interesting. You know, Mark Dare talked about how you're going to need to play Cataclysms over and over again to be able to get the gear that you need uh, to make it through there. So um, <clears throat> are they going to raise the level cap by then, or are they going to put in gear, you know, activity-specific gear? I don't know, because uh, by May, if I'm not, you know, I'm max level, I should be max level by April, honestly, even probably mid-March. <laughs> so... 
I don't know. I, I think it's really easy for them, though, to raise the level cap. Like, I, I don't think they're going to raise, like, level cap, like, from 30 or anything. I don't think that really will benefit anything unless they put in their um, pilot progression system. But right now, legendaries drop at what? For, uh, 47? Yep, 47. So really, all they have to do is increase that number on your gear, and that's what will increase your level, which is a pretty easy change to do. Instead of getting yeah. 47, now the range is 47 to 60. And you will incrementally get upgrades in that gear, so that'll prolong the the gear chase. Yeah. So I was just I was really do. surprised because Epic's thirty three, right? And then it goes to Master to forty five, and yep, then so that's a nine point so increase, like right? Super small increase, and, super, and it, it's and, really and, weird. And for for what reason? I mean, it's yeah. I, I thought it was more interesting that they're not just going, you know, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39. They're just doing complete jumps to this next rarity, which doesn't make yeah. much sense to me. I mean, give a, and it's possible that it's just a bug that they were supposed to drop. Some weapons were supposed to be 46 or some weapons were supposed to be 48, but they ended up not dropping that way because at least if you're doing that, you're like, okay, um, this one's a 48, this one's a 49. Then you kind of have to battle between, well, this one has good perks, this one doesn't. Right now it's just, nope, equip it. It doesn't matter what build I'm trying to run. This masterwork is 47. It's going to put me over the top. So I, th- I think they. Well, but Stephen, uh, Stephen, I think the point there, at, at this point when you're trying to get up to that level, and I think we've experienced this with with the looter shooters that we have played. It really doesn't matter what you're using to get your loot. It's it's when you get to the point where your where all your drops are at that level. And so far, we haven't experienced where we get all of our drops at this level, but but you know all of your masterworks are dropping at 45. All of your legendaries are dropping at 47. Once you build that bank of legendaries, then you can build the build that you want to run. Um, if that makes any sense, it we've is, experienced it's a that long before. Chase to get to it is it is a long chase, but 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 that's why we do it, right? To yeah, chase yeah. something, right? It and just so seems it just I, seems. I don't think it just seems odd to me that they made jumps in that long chase. Like there were there were numbers that we could have been collecting that we just oh it would it would frustrate over. yeah it would frustrate the the crud out of me if I got if I got an epic from what did they um, commons ended it at thirty and epics ended at thirty at thirty six so if I were to get a thirty one weapon and a thirty two weapon. And a 33 weapon, and then all of my component pieces have differing levels, you know, in between 31 to 36, and and everything that would drive me crazy. I I, I don't I'm know why that we I don't know why jumps. that would drive you crazy. I mean, you're doing something similar. You just add in the other possibilities yeah. in between. It's, so I know it's just faster, but it's still not fast enough. If that makes sense, like it's not it's not. I'm going from common to masterworks in a day, but, but there are just better, um, for me, better thought out chunks. And I really appreciate that about Anthem that it's, that it's not, you know, here's, here's two components that are at 32. Here's a component that's at 31. Because for me, for me, it always ended up that I had one piece of gear holding me back that I could never get the drop for. Yeah, but now you're at, you know, we're at how many days in? How many how many days did we did we count over here? We're at 13 days in and you're at the point yeah. where okay, now it's just legendaries and then I increase. And it's going to be that way until 
you know. Well, no, because because remember we have three other javelins to play, and that's yeah. true, and and that's if you enjoy playing other javelins. Really, there's only two other javelins for me to play, but so I think well, we talked. I, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that that we ought to play all four because I have this working theory that we can talk about later, but I think okay. all four need to be played. Did you guys know that we are actually a sponsored podcast? I mean, pretty much any podcast is sponsored nowadays, but we're actually sponsored by audible.com. So if any of you have audible, you know how awesome the service is. I've been using audible for several years now. I have over like 140 audiobooks that I listen to while I work and I drive a lot. So it helps me stay sane. So if you go to audibletrial.com slash freelancer codex, you can actually sign up for a free trial, which will give you a free credit. To spend on one of over 180,000 audiobooks that they have to choose from. It could be from fantasy, self-help, accounting, how-to books. I mean, they just have a huge range of books on here um, that you can listen to. I actually do most mostly fantasy books, but I actually got a self-help book. Um, it's a parenting book called The Journey of the Heroic Parent. And this was actually request, um, not requested. What's the word I'm looking for? Recommended on another podcast that I listened to. Um, and it go, it's about, you know, how to be a better parent, um, how to help kids that are struggling and how to help yourself before you can help children. So I gave it a listen and it's a really good book. It provides a lot of good advice. And the author of this is a doctor. It's by Brad M. Reedy, PhD. So if you have kids or you don't even have to have kids, it's if you have family members or if you just want to improve yourself, I recommend this book even if you're not a parent. So it's called The Journey of the Heroic Parent. And you get that for free at audible.com. And even if you cancel, you get to keep this book for forever. So I highly recommend it. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash freelancer codex. We will put the link in the description, uh, Rusty. So we will recommend you put the link in there. All right. I can definitely do that. All right. We got two patches today. Let's go through these really quick. So there was a loot patch that dropped. Um, and this is from the official, I forget. I think Jesse put this one out. He says, Hey, freelancers, here's the update that you were all waiting on. Were you guys waiting on this? I was waiting on this. The following changes are now live. Items will no longer have inscriptions on them that are not appropriate for the specific item. And we can all clap here. If this wasn't like an audio podcast and clapping was really loud, we'd all be clapping and cheering. Note, this only applies to items obtained after the patch. And then I got sad. It's like now I have to go regrind for all these items, which which isn't a big deal. It gives you a reason to go back out and find uh, Masterworks again. But you're going to have to find all those Masterworks. But hopefully they will be a lot better than they were before. So that's exciting. And then, let's see, items obtained prior to the hotfix will still have the same inscriptions they had before. All right, then masterwork crafting costs have been reduced That's from not entirely true. Okay. <clears throat> I can tell you that from personal experience from tonight. It actually uh, broke some of my inscriptions. Oh, did it really? the patch. Yeah. So uh, a couple of mine, even the orange text, uh, you know, like they have before where they uh, – what's that one, the gunslinger one, J.D., that you had that you got today? Uh, the gunslinger's mark. Uh, yeah. So, so that one's purposely zeroed out because they're working on that one, right? But, uh, th- I got one today for one of my, uh, for my interceptor. And it had, uh, before that, it had 20%. It, it boosts your shield by 20%. when you do a specific, uh, whatever it is. And though, so I got another one after they did the patch. And the old one that I already had equipped was broken and back down to 0%, and the new one had 
So, um, it it jacked up my old gear items. So you might want to check that out when you're playing. If any of your older stuff is broken, uh, you probably want to replace that uh, the sooner than later. So, mm-hmm. very cool. And then, so masterwork. Cost has been reduced from 25 embers to only 15 embers. And I actually haven't mm-hmm. even crafted anything in Masterwork yet. I'm kind of saving up until I have a full loadout. And I'm, gl- and I'm glad I did because those things, if we crafted them before today, would have been useless. So, yeah. Or it would have been pretty frustrating. Oh, when you wait, get an what are you item. trying to say? Huh? I'm not trying to say anything, but all right. And then there was another fix. Oh, so before that, I know Ben Irving had gone onto Twitter and said that they were going to get rid of whites and greens dropping. After level 30, that hasn't been fixed apparently. That's still happening. So they're going to try to fix that in the next patch. So the other fix they had was the tethering timer for missions has been increased. Players should now have more time to catch up to their squad before seeing a countdown timer. Um, I haven't tried this yet because this is this went live before I had a chance to get on. I don't know if you guys have tried this. Is this improved? Is this better? Does it need to change more? It has improved. I mean, I was playing before. I was playing before uh, we started recording, and I didn't really notice much of a change. Um, like maybe, maybe it was just the mission that I was on, because um, it didn't seem like the full timer either. Like instead of like twenty something seconds, it said I had like ten. So yeah, I don't they know have they have varying ones. ones. So they have the the thirty seconds, and they have the like eight seconds. Or 10 seconds, you know, but, so, I noticed that I played the three legendary contracts, uh, after the patch went live, after some very frustrating stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, so the patch went live, I was able to finally be able to get in and play, and, um, I was like, oh, okay, they're really far away, uh, cause I had to jump up real quick and go get after my children. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I came back and my character was still standing in the same place. I was like, wow, I didn't get teleported and I was gone for like 15 seconds, 20 seconds. And they were still just cruising away. And so I was like, oh, okay. And so, uh, it worked pretty good. And then I hung out on the next one. I was like, well, I'll go look down in the water and see if there's anything down there. Cause before, you know, if I would go down to the water, I'd maybe get halfway through and then it would teleport me over to the next part of the objective. And it, didn't teleport me at all, and I was like, "Okay, so, so, so it is improved." Contracts, it, it definitely is improved. So. Cool. And then they also fixed the swarm tyrant, tyrant encounter in the tyrant mine stronghold. Let's see. Hold on. The swarm tyrant encounter in the tyrant mine stronghold can no longer be reset by the entire squad exiting to the main menu and rejoining the session in progress. So this is something that I didn't read about or didn't hear about. It sounds yeah, like people were using this um, exploit to open chests. Mm-hmm. Um, players are no longer able to reopen chests that have already been looted in strongholds. So, um, And this mm-hmm. is one of those things that they're going to find is players um, figure out ways to exploit things. And they're going to fix them and we're going to move on and players are going to find a different way. And then they'll fix those in the future. So, There's also another exploit on the uh, Tyrant Mine. Uh, you know, as it drops loot at the very end, if you get the loot that it drops before it disappears, you get double the loot. No, no. Seriously? Yes. So one of our uh, Discord members, Phaedron, told me this yesterday when we played. And I was like, what? Uh, So we tried it, and it worked. So if you're right next to the timer mine when it drops the loot, and you can grab it before it disappears, you you get double the loot. So this must be like an Interceptor Colossus thing? 
Does it give you? Um, give yeah, it so you like you, yeah, it gives it to you screen? at the end, and then because it just disappears, so it automatically gives it to you. But if you grab it before it disappears, you've grabbed it, and it also still gives it to you. Hmm. You <laughs> grab it, huh? Interesting. Well, we'll have to try that later. So these so things have that fixed ha- soon after they listen to the podcast. Yep, these things have been fixed, so <laughs> good to go. Nobody so Devin, it's true, <laughs> no one does. Thousands of people. <laughs> All right, Devin, you want to talk about Vault Space because we are nearing the end here because we've been talking for a long time and we've got other yes. stuff to do. So, yeah, what do you so want to talk about, about Vault, Vault Space? Space before? But I want to talk about Vault Space now because it is limited. And because everything is more specific, you can't have generalized gear uh, like it once was before. Like so, before when it was random crap, in, in, you know, <laughs> there you could use them for multiple builds because they had things from multiple builds, had inscriptions from multiple builds. But now, when it's more focused, you're gonna have to have more focused items. So, if you want a melee build, you need more melee focused items, right? If you want uh, an acid build or an ice build. You know, uh, I'll have to have, you know, more specific items. And so all of that's going to take up space, which requires you to hold on to more gear pieces, right? So as I talked about in the beginning, uh, when we were first talking about our builds, uh, I had stuff built out for all four javelins. They were all over 400. Uh, just from playing most, uh, mainly on my interceptor, getting gear, I was able to level up all my other javelins over 400. Um, because I could also add, you know, the masterwork weapons and stuff like that in, into it to help it. But anyway, so when I had that, all of my stuff was uh, my vault was always over 200. And so I was always having to delete everything all the time, all the time. And I only had one build for each of the javelins. And I had three builds for my interceptor when I was like, had specific, some specific stuff there. So if you want to have, if you play more than one javelin and you want to have multiple builds, which they want you to have specific builds, the amount of vault space is not sufficient to contain all of that uh, that you need, right? So even right now, after I deleted everything from the Ranger, the Colossus, and the Storm, and I kept all my Masterwork weapons, only one copy of each, I deleted all my duplicates and had different stats on them because um, I had a lot. So um, it brought me down to 78 pieces in my vault. So... And that's just for one build and all the masterwork and legendary weapons that I have. So, um, we're going to need a bigger boat. We're going to need a bigger boat. And I know you can increase it by 50 when you complete, um, what is it? The, uh, Legionnaire challenge or whatever. Is that what, what gives you the additional 50? One of the challenges gives you an additional 50 slots for your vault. But that's still not going to be enough if you're going to play more than one javelin and have specific builds because they made the choice to, to force you to have specific builds instead of giving you better, more, more drops all the time with random inscriptions. They've decided, you know, the crappy level of drops we get now with more specific inscriptions. And, uh, and that's not to so mention when they release new javelins in the future. Yeah, new javelins, new gear, uh, you know, whether that's more weapons and those kinds of things, that's going to require more vault space because people want to hold on to all of their items. It's like I have a level 40 yeah. and a level 41 masterwork gun, but I haven't replaced them yet because I haven't gotten another version of that gun yet. So I'm still holding on to those versions of the guns that are useless and a waste of time to me right now, but I don't want to get rid of it because I don't have another version of that weapon. Right. right. So, um, I have crafted quite a few masterwork items, um, which is cool. And it was, it was fun to do. It costs a lot, but, uh, 
<laughs> There's just not enough uh, space in the vault, you know, for having to make specific items. So you have to have specific gear to do the build that you want to do. And there's just not going to be enough if you're going to play more than one javelin. And I think with the new changes that they're going to be doing with the inscription system, Ben said that they're, instead of just having four random rolls, like Devin, you were talking about, there's going to be a primary one and like a primary two. And then there'll be a secondary one and a secondary two. And those inscriptions are going to have their own separate loot pools. I mean, this is what Diablo does. Diablo makes it so, like, if you're going to get a damage roll, it's always going to be here. You're never going to get, you know, a damage roll in these other slots. So there'll be a secondary um, inscription for it. And then, you know, there could be some other random one. So I'm, I'm guessing that in the future they're probably going to introduce some sort of re-roll system, whether it's one stat. But I would think they would have to, especially if, you know, if you almost are so close to getting that perfect roll, say you get perfect rolls in those three stats and you get this one stat that doesn't really do anything to you, it can mm-hmm. it kind of hurts to have to, like, get rid of that piece because you didn't get four perfect rolls. So I'm guessing some somewhere down the line in the future we're going to have that ability to do because I, th- I think that's a quality of life improvement that a lot of people are going to appreciate, especially, like you said, as we continue in the life of the game, there's going to be more items. And you're not really going to want to, you know, struggle that hard to get the perfect role when there's all these other items you want to be completing. So I am very interested in say that to see that. All right. And then I I think, J.D., do you, do you want to quickly touch on story stuff or do you want to save it for next week? Because I know we've, we've gone pretty I- long. I think it'd be better if we if we save it for uh, save it for next week because, you know, like I, I would like to really like dig in and talk about it. And I. I I think that would take too long tonight. Okay, so let's let's give everyone else listening like uh, a hold another week to finish the critical path, and I think we'll do kind of like a spoiler cast next week, and we'll go through the critical path. We'll go through mission by mission and kind of talk about it and break it down that way. Man, I'm not going to be able to remember that stuff by then. <laughs> you can go start a new javelin, or you can jump into quick play, and you can, can play just all those missions again. I punch myself in the again. pants too, but you know you don't see me doing that. Raise your hand real high, as high <laughs> as you can, Devin. <laughs> so one other thing that happened: there was a change when they were doing an update that drop rates got increased for 11 hours. I was actually not playing the game during this time, so That's I didn't get time. to benefit from this. But. <laughs> There are so many clickbaity articles that came out, like PlayStation, I think it was like PlayStation Lifestyle came out and it was like, yeah. Bioware reveals it intentionally lower drop rates in Anthem, which, you know, really, it's not, it's not incorrect to say that because Ben even said, hey, we, we intentionally changed this back to what it was. So they intentionally changed the drop rates, but man, it's so clickbaity. And this is one of those things that anytime like something happens with Bioware, I just like cringe and I'm like, you know what? I can, I can already read or write the headlines that people are going to have. And it just kind of makes you cringe. Like, yep, I could see this a mile away. And if tomorrow, if there's no co- new cosmetics, I can, already, I'm going to write my own clickbaity headline. If there's no new cosmetics <laughs> tomorrow. So I think freelancers, this is going to be the end of, uh, episode 75 of the longest running Anthem podcast on the internet. Um, do you guys have any, uh, shout outs you want to say before we end this thing? Or should we just jump? Are we, we'll probably go run some strongholds and we'll stay on in stream for a little bit, but. If there's nothing else, we're in a single stronghold. Just give a shout out to our Discord community. I mean, we appreciate you guys, yeah, and gals, and uh, you know it's a lot of fun in there. <clears throat> we have a lot of great people in our community, so we appreciate you. JD, you you had a you had something you wanted to say before we end this? 
uh, Devin took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, shout out to Discord because yes. Devin, keep your hands out of Discord JD's mouth. Discord is great. The, uh, 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 it's, uh. All right. Until next <laughs> Discord, time, freelancer. Discord is great. Discord is great. Yeah. Mike, do you have anything you want to say? No. Okay, good. Until next time, freelancers. There's a shaper storm on the horizon. We'll see you on the other side. See ya. Peace. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at Freelancer Codex, on Facebook at Freelancer Codex, or through email at freelancercodex at gmail.com. Join the Discord through the link provided at freelancercodex.com. Our show will always be free, but if you'd like to send some support, you may do so at patreon.com slash freelancercodex. Our individual Twitter handles are at Stephen Lamson, at mlamson25, at neverfear, and at JD the Joke Dealer. Freelancers, it's time to get to work. Freelancer, time to get to work.